1: All right, let's continue the baseball conversation. We welcome in now Matt Wyrick, NBC Sports Washington. That's where you can find him. Matt, how you been, man? Doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on. So, Matt, big game tonight down the street, Nats Park, Braves, Nationals. No, I'm kidding. What are your thoughts on the Braves moving forward, man? Because all season long, obviously, in the National League, we've been talking about the Dodgers. We've been talking about the Mets. But what are your thoughts on the defending champion, Atlanta Braves, who got hot at the right time again in the second half of the season?
0: Yeah, they they seem to do it every year. I mean, they're they're perennially right in this conversation. They've really owned the NL East the last few seasons, and they were my pick to win it before the season, and uh, I've stuck with it all year. They're they're really in close proximity here uh, with the Mets. I think they absolutely have a chance uh, to win this division. They've got a really interesting schedule when you compare it to New York down the stretch. They play each other. They both play the Nats, and they both play the Marlins. So. It is really up to either team here to to finish strong. I think the Spencer Strider injury does hurt, uh, losing Ozzie Albies as well. But this Braves team, we saw it last year. They're able to to get through injuries, even injuries to big players, and certainly I'm not going to count them out right now.
2: Matt, which team in the NL East do you think would be a bigger challenge to the Dodgers? Do you think it would be the Mets or the Braves? And I ask that because I think when you look at it, you know, the fact that the Braves won it last year and we know how hard it is to repeat, that definitely could be a detriment to them heading into this postseason.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely difficult to repeat. But at the same time, the, the Dodgers did lose to the Braves in the NLCS last year. That's so, true. you know, they they have some demons to exercise when it comes to this Braves team. They haven't gotten past them before. The Mets, you know, they're, they're certainly dangerous. And I think on paper, they match up as well as anybody that won that two punch of max scherzer and jacob Degrom is as good as anyone in the league including the dodgers has at the top of their rotation so certainly i think both teams could give the dodgers a good series but i gotta admit that los angeles team it is loaded
3: yeah let's talk a little bit about the al uh all of a sudden the yankees sort of heating up we talked about this last night uh does that change your your viewpoint at all in terms of how you see them or or do you still think that it's sort of houston's houston's to lose
0: you know, I think that certainly we've seen at points Judge kind of just carrying this, this team, and I don't think that if that's going to be the case in the playoffs, the, the Yankees are going to get very far. You know, they need guys to step up in the bottom half of that lineup. You know, Josh Donaldson has come through at times. We've seen Anthony Rizzo miss some time, but he's certainly been effective there. You know, Giancarlo Stanton bouncing on and off the I.L. per usual. So, you know, they, they look to be close to full strength going into the playoffs. They'd, they'd like to get D.J. LeMahieu back soon. You know, he's kind of that one piece there in the lineup that they would love to get back in. But overall, you know, this rotation is pretty much intact. The bullpen uh, is there. So, you know, I think that this Yankees team certainly poses a good threat. I think that the most complete team is probably the Astros. But when the Yankees are hot, if you catch them on a bad night, you know, they can definitely give you a run for their money.
1: Matt, what are your thoughts on the Guardians? I feel like they're going to be a really sneaky team. They obviously wrap up the AL Central. Unfortunately, I had a tremendous amount of money on the Chicago White Sox, who were a huge disappointment in that division. But the Guardians have been a sneaky team all season long. I feel like nobody's talking about them. That rotation, very well managed. What do you what do you think about them moving forward? Do you think they could maybe make a run?
0: Yeah, I also sprinkled some money on a, on some White Sox futures yeah. at the beginning of the year. So that was disappointing uh, for sure. But this is a, that's a surprise team of this MLB field more than anybody else. You know, the youngest team in baseball, you know, they're they're not going to slug a bunch of home runs. And, uh, you know, in the playoffs, I think that when you have a home run heavy team, you know, you catch them when they're cold and you're not going to see any runs across the board. But this this Guardians offense is very pesky. They're going to rack up hits no matter who is on the mound. You know, I think that's a good recipe for success in the playoffs. You know, when you can get that production from the bottom of your lineup, same as the top. That's certainly going to give a lot of pitching staffs you know, a, a lot of innings. They're going to have to wear them down. Uh, and I think we could see some late-inning heroics from this team. And, and you know, this pitching staff, you can never count them out. They're, they're as deep as they come, and they always seem to be churning out pitchers. So no matter who's on the mound, you have confidence in them. I like this Guardians team. I think they definitely have a shot as good as the Yankees and Astros are at the top. Wow.
2: Yeah, Ryan and I have been talking about the Guardians as a potential AL sleeper. In the NL, Matt, I think it could be the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, mm-hmm. doesn't it just feel like yeah. Pujols' swan song, Yachty, maybe even Wayno. that the Cardinals are just going to give it one last run to try and win a World Series? What do you think of their odds at 18-1? to 1? Do you give them any shot in that loaded NL?
0: Yeah, I like that value. I think that, you know, the, the storybook ending is, is writing itself right now with Pujols already getting to 700, Yachty and Wainwright getting their uh, record for the most starts between a battery. You know, it's, it's definitely been that kind of season for the Cardinals, and we've seen them come in, you know, not necessarily as world beaters, not necessarily as the number one seed, uh, but go through the playoffs and just put together a magical run. Uh, so I certainly think they're capable of it. I do, I do have some question marks about their pitching staff. I'm not completely convinced. That Miles Nicholas, you know Dakota Hudson, uh, Jose Quintana. That's necessarily the makings of a of a really good rotation. Obviously, obviously, Adam Wainwright has continued to be as good as he's been in his career, and Jordan Montgomery has been pretty solid since coming over. But you know, I, I wonder how much this pitching staff is going to hold up once we do get to this postseason. With how many good pitching staffs there are in the American League, I just or, sorry, the National League. I'm not sure how the Cardinals are going to stack up.
3: Matt, San Diego or Philadelphia, which team do you think can go further if they make it to the wild card?
0: Personally, I think San Diego, you know, they've got the pieces. Philadelphia, I'm not even sure, is going to stick in that third wild card spot. I do think the Brewers are coming for them, and they have a favorable schedule going down the stretch while the Phillies are going to have a, a couple of tough series coming up. So, you know, I think that this Padres team, while it certainly hurt to have Fernando Tatis uh, you know go down and and not not come back this year and that was a blow to the team you could tell it was confidence wise it didn't help and and Juan Soto has gone through uh some real struggles here since the trade but they just have so many names that just you know give you that confidence where you put them in a playoff series they can match up whether it's the bullpen whether it's the starting rotation whether it's the offense they've got a very complete team, and even if they don't go deep in the playoffs this year, I certainly have the confidence in them to do it in years to come.
3: Yeah, that's weird, Matt. I mean, you've been around this team. Like, what do you think that's, I guess, like mini slump uh, is contributed to for for Juan Soto? I mean, you've been around him.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that it's it's going to a new team where he thought he was going to be sticking around in D.C. I mean, he bought a house uh, in Washington. Certainly wasn't expecting to be traded uh, when the season began and you know, how to deal with all these rumors. And he goes over there and immediately, you know, put into a pennant race. And, you know, he's he's kind of a guy who will definitely read, you know, what people are saying online and things like that. Mm. And I can imagine that there's a lot of pressure uh, that that could be getting to his head right now. So it's it's a tough situation for him, for sure. uh, Trying to now not just be put into a pennant race, but also basically be Fernando Tatis for that lineup. Not to say Manny Machado is any slouch, certainly an MVP candidate in his own right. Uh, but they were expecting to get that boost of Tatis down the stretch, and now it's up to Soto to help Machado carry that lineup. And you know, so far, it's been a, a lot of pressure for him.
1: Matt, do you feel like the Rays, and I know we do this every year with the Rays, they were just in the World Series, but do you think maybe like next year or the year after is their year, or do you think they can make a run in the postseason? It looks like they're going to get Tyler Glass now back. He's going to be able to go around three innings, 45 pitches. It's going to be interesting to see, because I know they're saying they're going to use him as a starter, but... They get into the postseason and make a little run. You could use them as like a weapon out of the bullpen. Do you think they could do anything, or do you not really trust them uh, as far as their offense this year in the postseason in the AL?
0: Yeah, you know, the, the offense has definitely been uh, a bit up and down this year. I do like their ability to match up well, whether it's a lefty or righty on the mound. They've got the versatility uh, to really make some matchup nightmares for opposing pitchers that g- give them a chance at least to score a few runs. Uh, that pitching staff, obviously, with Shane McClanahan at the top, you know, very talented, and, and I trust Kevin Cash. I know he got a bad rap for pulling Blake Snell yeah. uh, in that World Series game, but honestly, I mean, it, it was by the book, it's by the analytics, uh, and, and that's how he, he goes by. And, and he's, you know, that's one of those things where maybe it didn't work one time, but it, it could work again. So uh, we'll see, you know, what this race team look like, uh, you know, on a given night. That lineup looks very different from night to night, but certainly uh, I'm not going to count them out given their history.
2: What do you make of Seattle as well, 25-1 yeah. to one to win the World Series? We know they haven't been to the postseason since 2001. It looks like they're finally going to make it. They get Luis Castillo at the deadline to give them a really nice rotation at the top with him, Robbie Ray, Logan Gilbert, and then just the advantage that they have playing in Seattle and the travel that these teams have to go when they have to play there in October. Do you, do you see the Mariners having any shot at making a run in October?
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, honestly, I went into this season, my, my World Series prediction was Dodgers over Mariners, So I'm sticking to it. Uh, this Mariners team has a lot of young pieces that get me really excited. You mentioned the pitching staff. It is very underrated, in my opinion. Paul Seawald as that closer, uh, one of the more underrated closers this year, really has had a nice season for them in the back end of that bullpen. I think that there's an exciting enough team. They're, they're a competitive enough team uh, where they've been tested, uh, playing the Astros as much as they had this year. You know, I think that they're certainly a team that could make some noise. You don't want to say, oh, the Mariners are going to win the World Series when they haven't won a playoff series in God knows how long. But, you know, at the same time, this is is a fun group. Uh, I I really think that Julio Rodriguez is going to be an MVP uh, moving forward. And, you know, I think that they, you know, maybe this is the year they make that statement. So I'm very excited to see what they do uh, come playoff time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
3: Matt, just how would you assess what we should do as betters for teams that aren't going to go to the postseason? Like, would you stay away? Would you take totals? Like, How would you target those games? I know we've got, like, not many games left, 11 games.
0: Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I I think I I like to go with the five-inning pitching lines. Uh, When in doubt, those are the most stable outcomes, if you ask me. You know, you can look at the two pitching matchups and say, OK, uh, you know, I like this starter. You know, they're going to probably go at least five. Uh, if it's a non-contending team, but a good pitcher, I can at least have confidence that that team will be in it. Uh, as opposed to, you know, the full game lines and spreads, things like that. Uh, when you when when get to the end of games, uh, teams that are in the playoffs tend to run those games, those scores up and really turn them into blowouts and the spread doesn't have much value anymore. So personally, I stick to those five inning lines. I think that's what the most value is.
1: Matt, thanks so much for joining us, man. Enjoy the postseason.
3: Enjoy it. Absolutely. Oh yeah! yeah congratulations you. on your new gig, also.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Matt's uh, gonna be doing hockey some hockey
3: stuff now.
1: Ooh, <laughs> Ooh
0: you want yeah. to? There you go. You can Capitals, be our hockey analyst.
3: Capitals beat reporter for NBC Sports Washington. Clap it up, Matt. Right, Matt, why before
1: it? we let you go, all right. We need your NHL Stanley Cup. No, I'm kidding. We do have postseason <laughs> hockey uh, beginning though. Uh World Series prediction. Are you sticking with your original prediction? I know you said you still like the Braves. Give us a World Series pick.
0: Yeah, I think, I think I'm think i going to stay with Dodgers right. over Mariners. Oh. I got, got to. I got to.
1: Dodgers, Mariners. I like it. Mm. We get Seattle in there, I'll take that. Thanks so much, man. Good luck. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all. Matt Wyrick, NBC Sports Washington. And as Trista just broke the news right there, he didn't even tell his family yet, Trista, that <laughs> he got that gig.